Today, I want to reveal to you the number one mistake coaches make, particularly health coaches, that sabotages their own coaching business. Just because someone can live with a disease doesn't mean they should. The overwhelming majority of prescriptions written today are written to treat chronic lifestyle diseases and chronic health challenges. Lifestyle disease is defined as conditions or disorders which can be attributed to the way in which a person lives. This includes things like their exercise regimen, drug and alcohol use, chronic stress, the quality of their relationships, and of course, their diet. But what if there was an alternative? What if before putting pen to pad to write a prescription, healthcare providers had a comprehensive solution that could be used in lieu of pills and procedures? What if health coaches had a proven process to increase client compliance? You are listening to the Plant Protocol Podcast for health coaches and health professionals who are done with simply managing their clients and patients' chronic lifestyle disease and finally ready to start reversing them by taking a whole food plant-based and cognitive behavioral approach. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith, plant-based health and business coach, founder of the Black Health Academy, and creator of Farm to Table Plant-Based Coaching Program and the Plant Protocol Plant-Based Coaching Certification. Thank you for tuning in today. It's time to come get this health. Today's episode is sponsored by the Plant Protocol Plant-Based Coaching Certification, the first of its kind. It is the first plant-based coaching certification which ensures you are fully prepared to assist your clients with life-changing transformations that they absolutely refuse to stop talking about. Not only will you learn nutrition science and understand how to effectively use a whole food plant-based diet to combat chronic lifestyle diseases, you'll also hone your coaching skills. In the plant protocol, we use cognitive behavioral coaching techniques to increase client compliance. Because what's the use of knowing your subject matter if you're not skilled at effectively coaching a client to adopting and adhering to it? In the plant protocol, we focus on three key areas, mastery, integrity, and confidence in coaching. Mastery of the science, integrity in your messaging, and confidence in your coaching ability. Please visit theplantprotocol.com today to apply. Today, I want to reveal to you the number one mistake coaches make, particularly health coaches, that sabotages their own coaching business. Now, the coaching industry is really young. The coaching industry is only a couple decades young. Like the coaching industry is one of the youngest professions (laughs) around these days. So it can be really confusing or convoluted when it comes to coaching because A lot of people just don't know what it means to call yourself a coach. Most people believe that, listen, if I know how to do something, then I can coach someone to doing it. And for a lot of coaches out here, it's just that simple. But if you've been in the coaching industry, especially the health coaching industry for any amount of time, you know it's not that simple. It is not as simple as calling yourself a coach just because you know a subject matter better than the average person. And so today, because I specifically created my own plant-based coaching certification and I work with coaches all the time in helping them to develop their business, helping them to develop their identity as a coach, 
I want to share with you the number one mistake that coaches, especially health coaches make that results in sabotaging their own business. And that mistake is they do not practice what they coach. It's that simple. And that's what I want to spend time on today. I'm going to share with you two ways this sabotages your business. The number one mistake that coaches make is that they do not operate out of a high level of integrity and practice what they're asking their clients to do. Or they water down the version for themselves, meaning they're drinking their own Kool-Aid, but they've added extra water to it. They're watering down their own personal regimen, probably because They've done it at the intensity that they're recommending other people to do it before, and they feel like they've already proved themselves. So this is the number one mistake I see health coaches make, is they don't necessarily do all the things that were required to get the result that they did in the beginning, and now they're doing even less. I remember I used to work as a personal trainer, and I was at a gym, and this seasoned personal trainer came in to work with us. Okay. He joined the team. And I remember me and my good friend, we were both personal trainers at this gym together. And this new guy came in, but he seasoned, like he had been personal trainer for a long time in other places, but he had just recently joined our team. And I can recall watching him work with other clients, like work with his clients, should I say? And he would tell them the exercises to do. And that was it. He would describe them, but he would never demonstrate them. And I remember me and my friend, we got on that floor and when we were training clients, we would like, okay, I want you to do a wide stand push-up. I want you to do this type of lunge. I want you to do this type of squat. And we would easily demonstrate the exercise before we had the client do it, right? And I remember me and my friend laughing privately about this because not only did this trainer not demonstrate the exercises for the clients, but he was visibly out of shape. You could tell he used to lift, like he still had a little definition showing, but he had a stomach now and he was clearly not as in shape as he used to be. And it was very clear that he no longer practiced or had in practice the things that he was asking his clients to do. And in my opinion, you know, after being a coach for like, somebody asked me literally just like yesterday, how long I've been coaching. And I started going back in my mind and I was like, oh my God, 10 years. Okay, decade. So in my decade of coaching, one of the things that I noticed that has been one of the most, if not the most valuable asset to me building a six-figure company is integrity. And specifically when I say integrity, it's not like I don't steal from my clients or blah, blah, blah. Like that goes without saying. That's just, that's a good human. That ain't integrity. But I mean, specifically everything that I ask my clients to do, I do. And I'm going to tell you how this has played so well for me in my business. But first, let me give you an example. I'm a plant-based health coach. So before I created my plant-based certification, I created a program called Farm to Table that's about five years old now. This is actually going to be my last year teaching Farm to Table. So it's kind of bittersweet. And in Farm to Table, I've refined and refined the curriculum over the years to help our students reverse their chronic lifestyle diseases and chronic health challenges. 
And our protocol in Farm to Table is very specific and it's very regimented. And it's obviously focused on nutrition, right? So what their dietary practice should be to get their body back to a place of homeostasis and get their body back in balance. And so in Farm to Table, we take out meat, eggs, dairy, seafood, right? It is a vegan protocol, but it's a much elevated, much higher elevated vegan protocol than just a basic vegan diet. But we also address salt, oil, and sugar. And then we also address stuff like meditation, mindfulness, exercise, all of that. And there is not a single thing on our protocol and farm to table to this day that I ask our students to do that I do not do, right? We teach them how to read labels, for example. Every single thing they put in their grocery cart, every single thing they're considering buying at the grocery store, we teach them how to read the label so that they make wise choices in the grocery store, right? Most people like make wise choices in the kitchen. No, the kitchen is at the crib. By the time you bought it, you're about to eat it. So we teach them how to make wise choices in the grocery store so they don't even have to bring home that crap. But we teach them how to read food labels is my point. And I do the same thing. If anybody ever runs into me in a grocery store, if it's not something that I buy on a regular cadence, you're going to see me reading. Like I practice every single thing I teach our students to do. And this has served me so well. You want to know why? The number one reason why it's so important that as a coach, you absolutely must practice what you preach is because you will not be able to set your client's expectations and you will not be able to share with them how to sustain the results you're getting for them. That is one thing you have to teach them how to get the result. But just because you've gotten a result for yourself doesn't mean you know all the intricacies of sustaining the result. Like just because you lost weight and now you're a weight loss coach or whatever that may be doesn't mean that you know how to sustain the weight loss over a long period of time, right? Just because you practice a plant-based regimen doesn't mean you can articulate really well for your clients all of the demands that it's going to place on you beyond physical. And so if you do not practice what you are asking your clients to do, you really run the risk of sabotaging your own business, right? Because listen, Anyone who's had to fight their way back to health knows how taxing it can be, one on the body, but also on the mind and the emotions. And so as their coach, if you're their health coach and you don't fully understand what's required to sustain the result, you understand what's required to get the result. But if you don't fully understand what's required to sustain the result, you can't forecast for your clients their expectations physically, but also psychologically and emotionally. And so I always keep myself in a position where I am practicing what I'm asking my clients to do so that I can forecast for them every single bump in the road that they can expect or every single victory on the road that they can expect. Like after six months of doing this, one year of doing this, three years of doing this, five years of doing this, right? At a consistent basis. It is so important. Let me tell you two ways you sabotage your business when you compromise your integrity by not practicing what you preach. When you're taking on the responsibility as a health coach of getting somebody's body or mind back to a place of homeostasis, okay? They don't just desire 
they don't just need, but they deserve the absolute best version of you as their coach. So as a health coach, if I was not drinking the water that I'm asking my clients to drink, if I was not eating the plants that I'm asking my clients to eat, if I was not consuming the fiber that I'm asking my clients to consume, I would not be operating at peak performance. I just wouldn't. If I was like sneaking a little refined processed sugar in every now and then because, you know, I've lost my 65 pounds. I don't have more weight to lose. You know, I've been maintaining it for this long. A cookie won't hurt. A little refined sugar won't hurt, which is probably true. It's probably true, right? The scale is not going to jump up off of one taste of something. But because I operate out of so much integrity that I won't allow myself that, but also the scale probably won't jump up. But what I know does happen if I consume even a little bit of refined sugar is that my cognitive performance is compromised instantly, meaning like my recall, meaning, you know, my ability to concentrate. I instantly get like, anxiety and race and heart because my body is not used to that sugar anymore. And so my performance is compromised from a cognitive standpoint if I consume the refined sugar that I'm asking my clients not to eat. And it is a taxing, taxing task to get your body back to a place of balance when you've been battling a disease for so long or when you've been dealing with joint pain for so long, chronic fatigue for so long. And so if you're going to coach somebody to that, they need the absolute best version of you. And that best version of you is going to look like what you're asking them to do. Because it's almost like you in the ring with them, right? You can't fight the fight with them, but you in there with them. And that is a completely different coaching relationship completely different. Most anybody is capable of standing outside of the ring and cheering you on. Most anybody is capable of circling the ropes outside the ring and telling you, you got this, you're going to win this fight, you're going to win this battle. But the coach that is in the ring with you, the coach that is right there in the ring, when you throw a right hook, they throw in a right hook. When they throw a left hook, you throw in a left hook. Like y'all talking about it, y'all in y'all coaching sessions saying how hard it was to do your intermittent fasting regimen today because you right there with them like you understand where they're coming from. And so that level of integrity and but that level of performance as a coach really, really shapes the coaching relationship. When your clients feel like not only are you teaching them what to do, but you're doing it with them. Like if they're following you on social media and, you know, I'm showing my plants every damn day. Like how am I have a hashtag that say plants every damn day and I'm not eating plants every damn day? How am I going to tell my clients I'm drinking water and they get on a Zoom call? I'm sipping on juice. No, I got my water right here. Like I am intentional about showing them as often as I can that I'm doing what I'm asking you to do. So while you're telling me it's hard and I believe you, my rebuttal is going to be, but not impossible. Why? Because I'm in the ring with you. So that's the first way that you not practicing what you teach compromises your business. You are compromising yourself, your performance, by not moving the way you're telling them to move, by not eating the way you're telling them to eat, by not drinking the way you're telling them to eat. And that lack of consistency is going to impede on your ability to be an effective coach. And so what essentially happens is if you're a coach and you're not 
operating out of this high level of integrity, what I've noticed will happen is that you will also publicly water down what's required to get the result. Why? Because you are not doing it yourself. And so you will minimize the work that's required to get the result. You will even change your whole curriculum or process to give people a little more wiggle room in your curriculum. Like we don't do that over here at Farm to Table. We do not put in wiggle room so that it'll be easier for people to give up sugar by allowing them to have a little bit of sugar. That don't even make sense to me. Like we don't put in wiggle room to say, okay, as long as you give up most animal products, you just eat a little bit of fish, that's a BR, right? You should still be able to get your blood pressure. We don't do that over here. Like the level is high and it stays high and we don't meet you at the lower level you're at if the lower level you at is the level that you got the disease at. Why are we going to come down there? I hear people when I get it, when they say, I believe in meeting my clients where they are. And I respect that approach. I do. I just don't practice it in my company. So in neither one of my coaching programs, I do not meet our students where they are because where they are is what got them where they are. (laughs) Right. And so I get that some coaches believe like give people a little bit of wiggle room, but that may fit depending on what problem you're solving. But the problem we solve in my coaching programs are much higher level, like farm to table is a disease reversal program. And so if somebody is adopting a plant-based regimen to reverse a chronic disease like type two diabetes, I cannot say it's okay to have one cookie. I cannot say just buy a smaller size of that soda. I cannot say that it's okay. As long as the chicken is baked, you can have it. No, but the only reason I feel so confident and so convicted about telling my clients no over and over and over again is because I'm doing it myself. And I understand that it is not the easiest thing they do, but I do know that it's possible. And I do know most importantly that it works. Why? Because I practice it. Why? Because I've deployed it on hundreds of students before them. And so that is the first reason why, you know, not operating out of a high, high level of integrity and practicing what you preach can compromise your business. The second is that you find yourself, you have this cognitive dissonance, which wreaks havoc on your business. If you are not showing up in the world in a way in which you're asking your clients to show up, right? you will begin to have an internal conflict, like this cognitive dissonance that begins to wreak havoc on your identity as a coach. And that doesn't sit well with people either because I even see it in my plant-based certification, right? Our coaches, they have verbally expressed, like, I don't know if I'm ready to be a coach because I feel like my own personal plant-based journey isn't solid yet and it just doesn't feel right, right? And I'm like, okay, well, let's get your plant-based journey solid. Because that cognitive dissonance will either cause you to show up out of minimal integrity or not show up at all. And you don't want that either because we in business to do business. Like you in a coaching business, you're in business to help people. You also in business to make money and grow and do all that that stuff if it's your desire, if you're not a nonprofit or volunteering. And so you don't want that cognitive dissonance to cause you to feel bad about not doing what you're asking others to do. So maybe you lower your prices to something that it shouldn't be, right? Because you're solving a higher level problem and you should be charging more. But because you have that cognitive dissonance, because what's happening privately is not what you're saying publicly, it might cause you to do something like lower your prices. It might cause you to do something like water down your protocol, Right. And so all of those things compromises business. 
So the number one quality you must have as a coach in order to have a successful coaching business is integrity, specifically around your private personal practice. You must do what you're asking your clients to do, regardless if you did it years ago and you got receipts and you got the pictures. I get you used to be a bodybuilder. You used to lift. You used to have the six pack and you don't prove yourself. You're not stepping on any more stages. So you don't have to go that hard no more. That's fine. But you also don't have to have a beer belly. That, that also don't have to be like those aren't the only two options. <laughs> You don't have to do two a days no more, but you do need to work out consistently. You should be able to demonstrate me the exercise that you asking me to do. Your diet should still be on point. Like there are things as a coach that are required. And because we have no oversight in the coaching industry, there's nobody who's coming into your business and doing an annual review to make sure that your business is operating out of integrity, which means as a coach is your responsibility. Don't think that as a coach, just knowing your subject matter is enough. And that's probably like a bonus one for you. Like the second biggest mistake that coaches make is they think that as long as I know the subject matter, then, you know, I'm good. But no, you have to know the subject matter. You need to be obviously be able to articulate the subject matter. But then also you have to have the practice. You have to have the application of it in real time. Not living off a historical practice, but a current practice. Like what you do yesterday, (laughs) like what you eat yesterday, right? So that is super, super important. And for me, it's really served me very well in business. Just really showing up and looking like what I talk about. Oh, your skin popping. Oh, look at your figure. Oh, you know, I come in with my plates. I come in with my water, with my salad. Like I'm not ashamed. Somebody running to me in a grocery store, and this has happened several times actually. I'll be out grocery shopping and I'll run into clients and past students. This has happened several times and it feels so good to be minding my own business. Hear somebody say, Coach Lisa. And I look up, I spin around with my basket and all they see is plants. All they see is my kale, my fruit, my water. You know, I might have some popcorn. Don't get me wrong, right? I I talk about my snacks too, but they're not about to see junk that I wouldn't recommend them to eat. They're not about to see a big old tub of canola oil to go home and fry some crap. No, they're going to see my low sodium vegetable broth. (laughs) So that integrity is so important so that you can live your life and sleep at night, especially if you know, because that can wreak havoc on your mental when you're privately not doing what you're publicly asking someone else to do. And so I hope that was helpful for you guys. If this resonated with you and you are a coach, then I want to encourage you to apply for my plant-based certification if you are interested in becoming a plant-based health coach or if you already have a health coaching business and you want to institute a plant-based protocol to help your clients get results, then I encourage you and invite you to apply and go through a suitability interview and just get more information about the program and possibly join us. I will tell you, since we're talking about integrity today, one of the qualifications to be accepted into my certification, if it is not obvious, is that you must be practicing a plant-based lifestyle, all right? So even if you're plant-based lifestyle needs some refining, that's okay. Several of my coaches in the program now are refining the lifestyle, but they've lived it and they've gotten a significant result by living it. So that is a requirement 
to be accepted into my plant-based coaching certification is that you must be plant-based and you must have gotten a significant result as a result of living plant-based. And so if that sounds like you, I know there's so many people out there who live a plant-based lifestyle. And what I find through Farm to Table is that once some people start practicing it, they fall in love with it and they want to teach it. But they then don't feel confident in their ability to coach. And so they need some help around that. But then they also don't feel confident in their articulation of the nutrition science. They know the power of the lifestyle from living it, but then they need to fill in the gaps when it comes to either their nutrition science understanding or from a coaching perspective, just knowing how to be a coach because it is a specific skill set. And so if that sounds like you, like you want to promote and you love the power of plants and you're interested in having a career around it and you want to apply for my plant-based coaching certification. So just click the link in my bio or click the link below and I'll be happy to invite you to an interview. Until then, y'all share this with somebody who needs to hear it and tell them to go get their coaching life together. Because even though we are an unregulated industry, we have some responsibilities and we need to uphold a level of integrity to stay in business. Okay. We about to stop with all these fly by night, six, seven, eight month, one year businesses. We need long lasting businesses. Okay. So I think the Black Health Academy turns six next month in October. So we want longevity in our business. I know that's fairly young compared to most businesses, but it's also fairly old compared to a lot of newer businesses. So to stay in business that long just requires a super high level of integrity. And so if you need help around that to make it a sustainable lifestyle for you, I'd be honored to be your coach. Until next time, y'all. Peace. You tuned in today because like me, you are a disruptor. You're passionate about health and healing, and you have firsthand experience with taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. You want to see lifestyle and dietary modifications become the norm in the way in which we treat lifestyle disease and not simply reserved for those select few who happen upon this information. However, you need to develop mastery around nutrition science, a better understanding of behavior change to increase client compliance, and confidence in your ability to effectively coach a client through those lifestyle modifications. You need a proven process, which is why you need to apply for the Plant Protocol Plant-Based Coaching Certification. Visit theplantprotocol.com to apply today. And let's work together to change the way in which we care for our most prized possession, our health. Oh, and by the way, if you enjoy what you heard today, give us a like and leave a review and invite your colleagues to come get this help. Until next time, stay obedient.